This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. How did the battle go yesterday? Another nice day, Jim, for you in the backyard picking up dog turds. I didn't pick up any. I I, I feel like I got most of it because I was waiting for the rest of the snow to melt and s- see what was uncovered. Any, Pretty much all gone. surprises remaining? Pretty much all gone. I think I got most of it. Oh, good. I went out in the backyard, and this is a total dad thing to do. I shoveled the deck. <laughs> There's still no, snow on it? I could, that- yeah, I could have waited another few days and it yeah. would have been gone, but I wanted it gone now, so I went out and I shoveled the deck. <laughs> and by shovel, you mean peel up layers of ice, essentially. Is that what it was? There's a little ice on the bottom. You had, to, you had to chip away, but once you get underneath it, it would pop right up. Yeah, yeah. get some leverage on it. Satisfying. And then it was almost like curling at that point because you could just slide it. <laughs> Hurry hard! Slide it right off the edge. Yeah. And there was a moment there, once I got the snow off, I thought, is it time to bust out the patio furniture? Am I doing this? <laughs> Are we going all the way here? I'm already outside. Yeah, and I saw pictures that uh, some of our uh, our friends on social media, they did the full thing. They unrolled the the outdoor carpet. They they put the patio set out. Mm. Lanterns. They They were feeling very ambitious with 15 degrees yesterday, but I decided to wait a couple more weeks. Our pal Chris McLeod in Chatham, he tweeted out that he saw somebody shoveling their lawn, getting all the snow from like the shady part of the lawn and shoveling it into the sunny part so it would melt faster. It is, you know, that sounds crazy and I would just let time do that job for me, but it is crazy how a little piece of snow will hang on there, like a chunk, a little iceberg will last for like three weeks after no snow has fallen. And then we got a message from a listener saying that he saw somebody using a shop vac, vacuuming their front lawn. As you do. And we kind of laughed at this guy, but he may be a genius, Jim, because what is the problem you're having in your backyard? Dog poop. Yes. We got a message from a listener. John says, guys, I have used the shop vac in my front yard. He was probably vacuuming up poop from a small dog. A shovel doesn't get it as well. You can uh, you can use a, a good-sized shop vac to suck the poop up. That is, no, that is a terrible idea. I mean, I, I use it to clean up dog hair sometimes. Sometimes. It smells like dog every time I turn it on, no matter how long ago I, I soaked up some, sucked up some dog hair. So there is no way you could get the smell out of that shop vac if you ever wanted to use it inside your house again. It sounds like you that shop vac becomes a permanent pooper scooper. It's a poop vac. Yeah, after you do it on. once. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- shop. Something else back. Yeah, stop. We get it. <laughs> Justin Bieber, no secret that he loves the Toronto Maple Leafs. He'll, you'll see him at games. Uh, he'll, he's wearing the, the Toronto Maple Leafs logo on his clothing from time to time. I, I even hear he's BFFs with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, Jim. Uh, I never heard that, but maybe. Yeah, they've been hanging out. They, They're all elites. They went to Stratford. Marner and Matthews went to Stratford and played some hockey with Justin Bieber, and they sparked up a friendship. Really? Yeah. And you can see that they really enjoy hanging out in this new video that Bieber released yesterday. It is a tribute to the Toronto Maple Leafs. The, the Leafs, the official Leafs YouTube page calls it a love letter. Justin Bieber has written a love letter 
to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's uh, have a little listen to this thing, shall we? I know you're a big Leaf fan. Let me know what you think. The song is called Hold On. Justin Bieber expressing his feelings for the Leafs. You know you can call me if you need someone. I'll pick up the pieces if you come undone. Painting stars up on your ceiling cause you wish that you could find some feeling. Yeah, yeah. You know you could call me if you need someone. That's nice. He's, he's saying to... Uh... Marner and Matthews, you know, if you need someone, if you want to you practice on your backyard rink or if you had a bad day, maybe the guys at practice weren't being nice to you or something, you can call me and talk. I'm yeah. Justin Bieber. I, I've got a lot of experiences that might be relatable. Or if you, somebody has an injury, I'm a call-up. You can call me. Sure. Yeah. If you just need a guy, like, remember uh, when you guys lost to the team who had the, the Zamboni uh, driver in the net? You know, that was embarrassing. What if, what if you won a game with Justin Bieber on defense (laughs) and everyone would stop talking about the Zamboni guy? Ancient history. Let's go boys. I need you to hold on. Here we go. Love letter to the Leafs. It sounds like he's really focusing on the negative. It what, the, what? It has nothing to do with the Leafs at all. What do you mean? Well, he, he's saying hold on. Heaven isn't so far away. So what I'm getting out of that is hold on. I know we've been waiting 53 years, but hold on. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hold on. We are going to win that Stanley Cup sooner than later. Just hold on, gang. Okay. And heaven is the Stanley Cup. Heaven's the Stanley Cup. But then he also is talking about making mistakes. So the last five decades have, have just been a series of mistakes for the Toronto Maple yeah, Leafs. Yeah, maybe they're talking about the Kadri trade. I don't know. We want to know if you guys think this song is, is the real deal. If, Maybe this should become the official anthem for the team. And comments rolling in here. Text message. In regards to the Bieber love song to the Leafs, it's an auto-tuned POS. Okay, so there's one vote for for yes. One in favor of the song. There we go. That's a vote for yes? Yeah. It's an auto-tuned POS. Uh... Pretty outstanding song, right? <laughs> it's not. Maybe that's what he meant, but I there's another acronym <laughs> that makes no, more it, sense. Is it not pretty outstanding mm, song? If Bieber's listening, yes. Mike Patton, he was the front man of Faith No More. He's big in the video game world now, Jim. Is he? Yeah, does a lot of voiceover stuff for video games, and he has had the opportunity to sing an iconic theme song. For an upcoming video game. This is Mike Patton from Faith No More Singing here. Teenage 
game coming out called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, and it's an updated version, it looks like, of uh, the old Turtles arcade game, which was one of the best games when I was growing up, man. Oh, big time. Until you got to that damn surfing level. (laughs) And judging by the trailer, there's another surfing level, Jim. (laughs) Enjoy. Yeah, I love that game. And they're they're doing... uh, Shredder's Revenge is going to be on uh, PC and consoles. Cool. Yeah. Mike Patton singing the theme song there. I wonder who's going to be the voice of Shredder. Because the, vo- the guy who did the voice originally has passed away, right? I, I don't know. Do you, is it a recognizable name? Or you do you don't know, know who the voice is Shredder in the original Ninja Turtles? Oh, Turtle? it's Uncle Phil, Uncle right? Uncle Phil That's right, from yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Was James the voice. Avery. Yes. I believe is his name, yeah. A hundred percent. So that game's coming out soon. Featuring Mike Patton from Faith No More. You have the right to remain stupid. Here we go. Some stories about dumb criminals with Taz and Jim. Got a few of them here. Let's start with this guy. I, I didn't even know you could do this in real life, Jim. I thought this was just in the movies. A guy named James Tanner in Alpena, Michigan, broke into a house couple months ago uh he did it by jimmying the lock with his debit card oh you, you know you classic. see that in the movie yeah the the credit card they slide it in the crack in between the door and the thing and the door pops open mm-hmm. you've everybody's tried to do that i've I've done it at home. Yeah, it only works if the door thing is like the sloped end is facing towards the door jam. Uh, maybe there's another trick to it. I don't know, because it did work. He was able to get through the door with his uh, his debit card. Problem is, he forgot his debit card at the scene <laughs> of the crime. Yeah, it's got your name imprinted on it. The cops had no problem tracking him down. He's been charged <laughs> with second-degree home invasion. <laughs> Should use the optimum card. Man in uh, Florida. Florida man here, St. Petersburg, 20-year-old guy, Michael Phillips, was uh, being uh, searched after the car he was in was pulled over, and he told the cop, that's not a gun in my pocket, I'm just happy to see you, Uh, which made the cop a little suspicious, because he he was packing 7.36 inches. (laughs) Hard cold steel. Yeah, it was. He was. It was a gun. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't happy to see him. He had a gun Glock. in his pants. It was a Glock twenty three. Right? He oh, was, it was. Yeah, he was arrested for carrying a concealed firearm, which is a felony. Hmm. And one more here, stupid criminals. A church official, fifty six year old guy. He was the treasurer at a church in Pennsylvania. His name's Glenn Yothers. They noticed that there was over $150,000 missing from the church. So they, they, they started looking into Glenn's math and figured out he'd been embezzling money over the course of a few years. And most of it he spent on a webcam porno site called Flirt for Free, which is false advertising <laughs> yeah. if he's spending $150,000. That's just how they get you in the door, Taz. The best part about this, Glenn's excuse, he said, no, I was not using it to satisfy my own carnal needs. I was using the money to help these poor women. I was donating to charity. (laughs) Oh, I see. 
I see. So it was still helping the needy. Or Charity was the name of the cam girl. <laughs> Hi, honey. I'm Charity. Well, perfect. Can I get a receipt for my taxes? <laughs> <laughs> it, which is a hilarious excuse. You, you could almost use it with anything. I was <laughs> helping Charity? Yeah, I was donating to Charity, uh, you know, giving money to the, the porno site. And, yeah. you know, there was some hard up drug dealers in my neighborhood. So I donated some money to them. And, He's got uh, two kids at home. There was uh, there was a guy who was really down on his luck over at the sports car dealership, so I made a, a donation to him as well. <laughs> <laughs> he was arrested this week and charged with theft by deception and theft by unlawful taking. You have the right to remain stupid! Uh, this weekend as well, I know it's starting to feel like spring, and uh, it's, it's coming because it's daylight savings. Oh, that snuck up on me. Yeah, turn the clocks back. Uh, before you go to bed on Saturday night, because Sunday it's spring forward, right? So you move the clock forward an hour. And this could be the last one ever. You know, in Canada, they, the lawmakers have said that they definitely want to consider just leaving uh, the time the, the way it is. So I think if they move it forward this time, it might stay there. They've been waiting for the United States to do something about it. And there's a bipartisan bill in the Senate currently that could make in the United States the time change the final one ever in the United States. And if that happens, Mm. then Canada will definitely follow suit. Yeah, this would have been the year to do it. Everybody's body clocks are way off and everybody's life has changed. This would have been the year to sneak it in and just get it over with. It would have to become law before November. But if that happens then this could be this could be it. So make a big deal out of it on the weekend, a production, if you will. <laughs> this could be the last one ever. Stay up it. all night, maybe. Jim, you're probably disappointed. You've been talking about how you miss going to the bar, and I know one of your favorite things about daylight savings, the only good thing is if you're at the bar yeah. or you're partying, you're out late, when the clocks go back at 2 a.m., you get an extra hour. Oh, it's like a time machine. You hop back in time, hit that dance floor again. It is amazing. I may be getting too old for it now, but... Just kidding! Psych! Let's keep her going. It is great. You'll never experience that again, buddy. Yeah, but I I can always just stay out an extra hour. You know? Whatever. I'm like, honestly, at this point, I do not need an extra hour at the bar. If anything, I should be going to the bar an hour earlier. What about all those young people, Jim, listening, who will never know that feeling? Of the extra hour at the bar there's daylight savings. They're so dead inside from social media, they <laughs> right. don't even know. TikTok yeah. has ruined their pleasure center. Social media, they weren't leaving the house anyways. Yeah. Uh, they've got their Tinder, their Bumbles. Do their... they talk to people in real life anymore? Yeah, exactly. Or do you just poke them? <laughs> and Instagram is 24-7, so <laughs> yeah. they'll be okay, right? Yeah, I think so. Every day uh, at the start of the show... We post a fun little meme, something that somebody has sent us or that we saw on the internet that made us chuckle. So we we share that with you every day. And the one that you posted today, Jim, is getting some good reaction. Tell everyone about it. It was a simple question that we've all been through, basically, if you've had a sibling. What was the wildest thing you've ever thrown at your sibling? And there's a lot of very dangerous answers here. Uh, Janelle says, I threw an anchor at my brother at the lake. Whoa. Uh, Paul says, I threw a pog slammer. It was kind of shaped like a ninja star. <laughs> Some of those slammers are scary. 
Uh, what what is a pog? I know what the pogs are. They're the little uh, collectible circle things. But what's the slammer look like? Plastic, metal? What's it made out of? It depends. The pogs themselves are cardboard or paper, but the slammers were generally metal or something heavy to disrupt as many pogs as possible. Right. So you wouldn't want to get hit with a pog no. slammer. And a lot of them were shaped exactly like a ninja star. Uh, or like a um, a saw blade or something. It's yeah, very dangerous. <laughs> the nineties, come on, <laughs> for a wild time. This is a kids' toy. Speaking of kids' toys, Sean, this one is very relatable. Lawn darts. How many times right. did your bro- older brother or somebody you know try to get one as close to you as possible without hitting you? That's why you can't buy them unless you you find you know a guy who knows a guy now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody from America. Lawn darts aren't readily available like they were a couple decades ago. Also, the most thrown board game of all time. I threw a Monopoly board at my brother and it ripped in half. That was the last time we played Monopoly, says Phil. <laughs> Just uh, pure frustration. <laughs> Elizabeth says, "I went through a bag of I went through a bag of garbage unknown. It had broken glass in it." 17 stitches across the thigh. Needless to say, she never refused to take the garbage out again after that. Uh, Patty says, I threw one of those portable can openers that had a pointed end that punctured cans and stuck in the back of her leg. Oh, like the old school like uh, that you use on the apple juice can. Yeah. The triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michelle says, I once... <laughs> this is time. like a throwing knife. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> you got a scar in the shape of an apple juice hole on your leg. <laughs> That's my Alan's apple juice scar. Uh, Michelle says, I gave our brother a black eye with a Pee Wee Herman lunchbox. Uh, this is something I can absolutely relate with. A- uh, Adrian says, WWF wrestling ring, and then whipped those hard-ass rubber wrestling oh, figures yeah. at them. Dude, your old, those your had older some brothers heft. did that to you? Oh, yeah. Well, my buddies, my buddy old, older brother did it to him and me. Those things, could you could hum those bad boys. They were not hollow at all. Those no. were just a solid piece of rubber plastic. And, like, if you, if you use the King Kong Bundy... <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes. one of the larger wrestlers. That's sure. a, that's a, that's a heavy piece of plastic. I'll tell you, this wasn't a a toss, but I had three sisters growing up that I I lived with, and their main attack weapon, and they'd swing it around like a mace by the leg, a Cabbage Patch doll. <laughs> you have the soft body. But that head is just a solid piece of plastic. Yeah, and the hard eyes. Right, they come at you with the Cabbage Patch doll. (laughs) You better start running. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, And we'll keep talking.